Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. again to the secret to everything i am dr kimberly mcgeorge and i don't think i've ever started a show without saying i am so excited because i'm always so excited with our amazing guests that we have by your request and by their gracious willingness to participate in this amazing show and of course you guys are what makes it the most amazing because you are a wonderful wonderful audience thanks for telling your friends about the show we get lots of comments every week I have a wonderful guest. I have Ms. Cynthia M. Ruiz. And it's so funny because I was watching her video, you guys, before the show, and I cannot roll my R's like her. She rolls her R's so beautifully on her last name. So I'm never going to say her last name as well as she says her last name, obviously. And I'm just going to tell you a little bit about her. And I'm actually, um, I hope she doesn't mind, I'm actually going to read a beautiful prayer before the end of this segment that she put at the end of her book. She is the author of Finding Sane Relationships in a Crazy World, which we'll probably talk about more the second hour because she has graciously agreed to grace us with her presence for not one, but two hours. So we can go deep. And I know you guys love to go deep. And Cynthia understands energy. And I know you guys love to hear and talk about energy. So just going to be a great show. Her prayer is actually out of her first book, which is Cherokee Wisdom, and she talks about the 12 qualities of leadership. We're going to dig all into that, Um, but first I want to tell you a little bit about Cynthia. So Cynthia is an author, obviously, professor, commissioner, inspirational speaker, and a leadership expert. She has received so many accolades and awards because she lives in such integrity, and she is energy sensitive. She also serves as an L.A. City commissioner, and she oversees the multi-billion dollar pension portfolio for city employees. That's all, you guys. That's all she does. It's absolutely amazing. She's also received the prestigious Hollywood Chamber Women of Distinction Award, the Hope, Ray of Hope Award. Oh, gosh, I don't even think I can list all her awards. But you need to know she has 20 years of experience teaching and public speaking. 
I told you about our books. The subtitle of Cherokee Wisdom is 12 Lessons for Becoming a Powerful Leader. We could definitely talk about that for a couple hours. She's appeared in Discover the Gift movie and book alongside, you might know some people that were in this, the Dalai Lama, Michael Beckwith, Jack Canfield, little names like that. Cynthia holds a master's of science degree in counseling. So we know she's super, super smart. She's completed a leadership course at Harvard. Um, uh, just amazing. She also comes from a unique perspective. And I love this because historically we know the wisdom in these cultures. So her, she comes from a blended culture, Latina, Native American, which is unique. And she enjoys a passion for life. And she, of course, as you might imagine, has a real connection with Mother Nature. So can't wait to get into the conversation when we come back from the break with Cynthia. But speaking about uh, nature, it's kind of right along the lines of, you know, kind of where I've been led to go. And one thing I've been thinking about, you know, a lot of my, my, you know, students say, you know, I'm so anxious and I'm so stressed. I'm so obsessive and I can't find peace. And I, and I have all these stress-related illnesses and diseases and, you know, yada, yada. And one thing I think we forget, and I talk about this all the time, and you're like, oh, could, could Dr. Kimberly please not talk about this? But I really think we're missing that space in our lives of that deep breath. You know, we a lot of us live in cities. We live in metropolitan areas. We love them. We thrive on the energy. But I'm going to ask you, what is the quality of energy in those cities? What is the quality of energy in your office, in your, um, you know, top office building that you go to that could be, you know, 100 stories or more tall? I mean, what is the quality of energy in the cities? I don't know if you guys have studied much sacred geometry, but we talk a lot about the nature of a cube. And again, historically, magically, culturally, uh, energetically, the nature of a cube is to trap, to trap, to contain, to smash down energy. It's not to expand. It's not to live in creation. It's not to raise. And so maybe we need to get out our calendar right now and to book that time to get out of our neighborhoods, a lot of neighborhoods are built in a cube, aren't they? A lot of homes are built in a cube. Something to think about when you choose your next house or you design your next house. Let's get out the calendar. What? It's still February going into March. I guess we are in March. But we still have time to pencil in, to write down. I'm not talking about vacations. I'm not saying uh, where you're going for your two-week, your one-week, or your three-week vacation. I'm talking about where are you going those couple hours after work, or what are you going to do this weekend? Are you going to, you know, pick up a kayak and get a used kayak, hit the water, get on your rollerblades, walk, hike, bike, horseback ride? Get out in nature. Nature does not exist in a cube. Nature exists in all sorts of other beautiful sacred geometry shapes like the flower of life and the Fibonacci spiral and on and on. It has all these really circular and open shapes. So all that to say, out to nature, you guys. So we will be back in just a few minutes with Cynthia M. Ruiz. I can't roll my R's. I'm not even going to try. And we'll be talking to her about the qualities of leadership and lots of other fun things right here on The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge.
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a Southern Flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. If you're a seeker, don't miss the inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening, Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder, Sander Cochran's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers throughout the Americas. Sandy's initiations across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt, combined with her knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth, influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private readings, Sacred International Journeys, a meditative CD, and her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate your earthwalk and create a deeper connection to yourself. Find this and more at her website, starwalkervisions.com.
Welcome back to The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. And I am here with a beautiful, talented, smart, I love it when I'm talking to a smart woman, (laughs) Uh, Cynthia M. Ruiz. Welcome to The Secret to Everything, Cynthia. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, Dr. Kim. Hello from Los Angeles. Wow, that's a long way away from me. I don't know if you guys know, but I live way, I I don't think in America it could be much on the opposite side of the country from you. (laughs) I'm in North Carolina. I'm I'm kind of on the western side of the state, but still, we're like almost directly opposite from each other. That's kind of funny. So thank you for thinking. At the same time, we're still connected, right? Whoa, I love that so much. We could talk forever just on the fact And that's one of my favorite sayings, energy knows no time or distance. And Cindy is a beautiful energetic light being. And last time I checked, so is I. So we're good, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're good. And I like talking to intelligent, powerful women. So Dr. Kim, I'm just so honored to connect with you. And thank you for everything you do. And the show that you have is so important. Thank you for being that positive, energetic message in the world. Wow, you just gave me chills. Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, It's not often a guest comes on and and kind of honors me right away, but I think that points out just some really powerful qualities um, that that are in you and that you've developed, and we do have so much to talk about. I'm going to put you on the spot, and and I have your back if you're not ready for this. But I did say, and I lied. I apologize, you guys. I I talked too much. But I really wanted, if it's okay with you, Cynthia, I'd rather have you read it or you say it, but I'd really love to start out the show by reading the prayer that you have in the back of your um, Cherokee Wisdom book. Do you happen to know that or can you do something similar to that or could you read it? Yes, sure. I'm more than happy to. And let me just say that this is a prayer. I go to a place called Agape International Spiritual Center. Our spiritual leader is Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith. A lot of people know him from The Secret, and he's an amazing individual. So I started taking classes there, and I actually took a prayer class. So the prayer that I share, and actually it's in both books, it was my final exam. So they said, okay, your final exam is you have to write a prayer. And at first I kind of freaked out. I'm like, who am I to write a prayer? So what I realized with praying, praying is talking to the Creator or God, and meditation is listening. So I'd like to share the the prayer that I wrote. I call it Cynthia's Prayer. And take a deep breath. Great Spirit, Creator, who I call God, I humbly stand before you to praise you, for you are I and I am you. I welcome you into my heart, body, and soul, Great Spirit, God, Creator of all. Grant me the wisdom to follow my inner voice, the strength to stay grounded while I sing my sacred song. Guide me down my chosen path with the courage to pursue what is available to me, Great Spirit, God, Creator of all. Allow me to receive the infinite possibilities of the universe. I'm appreciative for my lessons yet grateful for my struggles. I am comforted by the wonderful people you have placed in my life, Great Spirit, God, Creator of all. I honor Mother Earth 
for the gifts she provides. The fertile soil provides our daily food, and the gift of water is the essence of life. Open my heart to the healing of nature. We are all related, and through this I find serenity, great spirit, God, creator of all. May I never stop being a beneficial presence on this planet. Work through me to carry the message of peace and unconditional love. I am complete having you in my life, great spirit, God, creator of all. Hmm. Cindy, I think I'm going to hire you to be like my energy bodyguard. I think you would help keep me grounded. (laughs) That's just so... (laughs) peaceful and it's so funny because I'm just such like a racehorse and you are just so and some of you are like what the heck are you talking about grounded there's just and if you feel into Cynthia if you're an empath or anybody can feel into anyone really but if you just listen and even listen to the difference and I hate to use myself kind of as a negative example but we're different people created differently for different purposes but Cynthia just has this depth her voice is very balanced and she's, you just have this rich and deep level of connection. I just, I, I, I'm kind of feeding off that. I just got to tell you, I'm going to ride along uh, along with you in a little bit slower pace because it's just amazing. You don't talk to very many women that have that balance of masculine and feminine that you seem to possess. Are you aware of that? Have you worked at all on, you know, kind of that balance, the word you know, balance and, and really having that in your being? Well, Dr. Kim, I've worked at it my entire life. And let me just very quickly share, you know, I grew up in the inner city of Los Angeles, surrounded by gangs and drugs and hopelessness. So what I did is I used education to really break that cycle of poverty. So I'm proud to say I'm the first person in my family to go to college and I had my master's by the time I was 23. So I have overcome so many obstacles and challenges in life, as we all do. But for me, what's been the the key and the secret are two things. First of all, releasing my emotional baggage, because we all have emotional baggage. We carry around anger, resentment, fear, insecurity, and it's about facing that and letting that go And then the second thing that has been really profound in my life is really surrendering, surrendering to the creator. I use the term creator. I can say God. I can say universal consciousness. To me, it doesn't matter what term you use. But once you connect to that higher power, realizing that there's something bigger than all of us that you can connect into, that really is what helps me stay centered and grounded. Yeah, and you make it sound so easy. (laughs) You do, and we all know, and I'm going to go back to a word you just said. And the word that I personally know from my own life that is not as easy as you make it sound, which is the word surrender. And uh, I have to admit to you guys and to you, Cynthia, and I'd be interested to know a little bit more about your journey in that area because in my life, surrender has been what I would call a forced surrender. So it's basically God bringing me 
lower than my knees, almost to the Mm -hmm. point of death many times and saying, are you going to surrender now? And literally to the point of death, Cynthia, and and I don't wish that for anyone, you know, I I wish a much easier path. Like I said, Cynthia, uh, you know, is the epitome of ease (laughs) just Mm -hmm. in her whole being. But yet she already shared. I mean, we obviously know it can't have been that easy for you. Was it easy to surrender? Was your path to that point where you found that connection, spiritual connection? Was that an easy surrender for you? Of course not. (laughs) It's never easy. Well, I don't know if it's ever easy, but it was not easy for me. But I realized I've been through so much in my life. I also, you know, grew up in a uh, violent, my parents had a violent relationship where they were physically abusive to each other. I found myself in a physically abusive marriage. I realized that the pattern was repeating itself, so I had to break that pattern. So it wasn't easy, especially because I'm a Capricorn so as Capricorns, we're very ambitious, we're very hardworking, we're very organized, I like to control things, I like to be the boss. So of course, it, it, for me, it wasn't easy, but it got to the point as I lived my life, I realized I felt like I was one of those salmon swimming, swimming upstream, going against everything. So once I stepped back and really developed my spiritual practice, and I do three things every day to stay grounded and stay spiritual. So the first thing I do when I wake up, I do my gratitude list. What am I grateful for? And I could be grateful just to open my eyes and be alive and enjoy today. You know, I live in Los Angeles where there's a lot of homelessness. So I'm grateful to have a bed to sleep in, a a roof over my head. So I'm grateful. So having that attitude of gratitude really sets the tone of my day. And then throughout the day, I don't have any particular time, but throughout the day, I pray and I meditate. And like I said, prayer is talking to God and meditation is listening. So having those three pillars in my life, the gratitude, the prayer and meditation, it really helps me, you know, stay grounded. And let me talk to, about meditation for a minute because I struggled with meditation. It was it didn't come easy to me. You know, I'd sit down for five minutes and I'd start doing my list of things to do in my head. <laughs> okay, I gotta go buy milk. I gotta go call this client back. I gotta, 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 gotta. And it was hard for me to really just sit still. But I then I did guided meditation. I listened to music. I did a lot of different things. And finally, I took a class with Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith, and he said something that was so simple but profound. He said, when you hear a noise, instead of giving energy, because when you give thought to something, that gives it energy, instead of putting your energy in that direction, just acknowledge the noise and let it float away. And something so simple really helped me take my meditation to the next level so I'm happy to say, I mean, when I started, I couldn't do five minutes. And a year and a half ago, I went and spent a, a week with Deepak Chopra, and I was able to meditate three hours in a day. So wow. that's really just shifted me completely and really has given me, once I surrendered and have my spiritual practice, I really have an inner peace that I truly treasure. I love that. I love that you brought up meditation because meditation was a little bit of a dirty word um, 
for me, because I could totally relate to what you're saying. The first, you know, 30 seconds, I'm already like, oh, yeah, what do I need to do when I'm done with meditating? I mean, that's literally, <laughs> you know, what I would think. But my daughter actually gave me for Christmas an, an app called Headspace. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but they start you out really, really slowly and teach you some of the principles and more, because I'm not through it all yet, that you just shared about, or maybe that you share in your book. I read that you allow thoughts to come, you know, to you and you don't judge them. And, you know, there's a lot of little tricks, of course, and idiosyncrasies that, you know, we can bring to the technique of meditation, um, which is why you've trained yourself to be able to go. And I'm sure you could probably go longer than three hours now, but I just found that app really helpful. So, um, if you don't want to do it the good old fashioned way and you are as disciplined as Miss Cynthia and you are more like the lazy and distracted in ADD, Dr. Kimberly, you might want to check out that app because it's, and, and I do not sell that, but, uh, just so you know, but it's really been helpful to me. So we're getting ready to head into break, but Cynthia and I could go all sorts of directions down a million rabbit trails, but I found such wealth in her book, Cherokee Wisdom. 12 lessons to become a powerful leader. And one thing I love about your voice, Cynthia, I think you illustrate through your being, which I always love, that you can be a leader without being loud, without being Mm -hmm. hyper, like some people, without being super energetic. You can be calm and you can be steady and even a little bit of a quiet presence. And so I just think you you bring into your being so many of the principles you talk about in your book and I can't wait to get into that with you. On the other side of this break, we are here with Cynthia M. Ruiz and she's an author and many, many, many more things and we'll be back with her on The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net.
Gibbs A. Williams, PhD, is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Welcome back to The Secret to Everything. This is Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Thank you for staying with us. How could you not? We are here with Cynthia M. Ruiz. She's the author of a couple books. I'm not even going to bring up the second one because I feel like we bring that energy in and we start to get all jumbled and then I open up and I see all these questions I want to ask. So I'm going to stick with the first book, Cherokee Wisdom, 12 Lessons to Become a Powerful Leader. And Cynthia, I love that you've given us those bite-sized chunk. I said to my daughter when I was reading your book, I'm like, you know what? The introduction alone, there's really wealth. The second you start reading this book, there's things that you can kind of glean and start taking notes and kind of start running your energy and saying, is this, you know, something I need to dig deeper into or look at in my own life? I mean, really, I don't know if you give seminars, but this would be a beautiful seminar. It's such a meaty topic. 
Well, I do quite a bit of seminars. As a matter of fact, this weekend I'm a keynote speaker. Last weekend I was in Dallas speaking. So I do a lot of speaking. I do a lot of workshops because I love connecting with people. And so the book, Cherokee Wisdom, 12 Lessons for Becoming a Powerful Leader, is really based on my Cherokee values. And it really came about because at one point in my life, I was in a position where I was president of the Board of Public Works, which meant I was in charge of 5,000 people in all the city of Los Angeles' infrastructure. And there would be many times when I was in the room and I was the only woman, and there would be like 30 people in the room. So what I had to do is, okay, how do I make the tough decisions? So what I realized, if I made the tough decisions based on my core values, I would never make a bad decision for me. Now, it didn't mean that everybody was going to be happy, but I knew that I could sleep at night. And so what I share in the book is the core values from the Cherokee uh, 12 lessons for their 12 attributes of leadership and what we consider is important in a leader and most cultures have similar values so it's just like a gentle reminder and it what works for me and for example integrity i will act with integrity in all i do and the way the cherokees define integrity is doing the right thing even if no one else is looking because it's sometimes easy to do the right thing if there's other people holding you accountable. But if it's just you and God, you and the Creator, you know, making sure that you do the right thing at all times because then you live your life free of guilt, shame, you know, all that other junk that comes along with not being integrity and in alignment with who you really are. I really love that. Um And I think, you know, in the field that you and I are in, which has some crossover, I think in this kind of consciousness and uh, thought leaders and uh, coaches and all these words that we use kind of to encompass this whole arena, I think I've noticed, unfortunately, kind of a split, you know, as there is in any field, you know, between those, and you even mentioned this in your book, between those that, you know, walk in integrity according to, you know, basically the definition you just said, and then those, and you said the word ego, you know, money and ego more driven uh, by their decisions. And so I think it becomes particularly important when you are a spiritual leader, which I look at you as, I mean, more than a spiritual leader, but definitely partly a spiritual leader. um, I think it's so important to walk your talk and to embody, um, just like you said, these are values you know it may be cultural values as well your culture but it's also values that you have chosen to adopt as your personal values and you're not saying everybody else has to do it or that it's right uh, for everyone else but you've you know totally chosen to embrace those do you have an example of a of a time in your career in your personal life where you were faced with an integrity decision and maybe a more challenging example where there was a little bit of a struggle or is it just easy for you to always do the right thing? Is that part of your character? Well, I mean, obviously, as you go through life, you are going to be challenged. And going back to being president of Public Works, I had a decision that I had to make. We had a dilemma, you know, part of Public Works, it was building new fire stations. So we were considering 
the location of a new where to put the new fire station. It happened to be covering the people up in Hollywood Hills, but the community members were opposed to what the location, and the reason being is because we were potentially going to tear down a nightclub that had a lot of historical value. So the community members showed up in droves, and they were calling me racist. They were calling me all these terrible names. And it's because they didn't want us to tear down what they perceived as a historic location. So I had to sit back and say, okay, well, I understand what they're saying, and I get it, what the community is upset about, but I have to look at what's the greater good. And to me, the greater good was making sure that that area was safe. So the the hearing that we had was very contentious, and a lot of people were yelling and screaming, and they were very upset with me. But I had to step back from the emotion and say, okay, this this decision I have to make, what is in alignment with the greater good of the community? And although there was a small group of people that were upset, to me, I had to look at the safety and the greater good of the residents of the city of Los Angeles. It wasn't easy because when you have people in your face yelling at you, it's not always, you know, easy to take that. But I had to stand in integrity and say, I know that I'm doing the right thing for the majority of the people that live in L.A. And you didn't bring this out in in how you just shared that piece of the story. But in your book, you also mentioned some of these people were actually your friends. That takes real deep down integrity to temporarily, hopefully, anger or irritate people that you care about. Wouldn't you say that that even makes it more challenging? Right, but I had to separate the personal part of it. I had a job to do, and I was being paid to do this job, so I had to take that responsibility very seriously and not allow my personal feelings to get in the way. So, there, you know, and we, we're always going to have challenges in life, and it's really, okay, what's in integrity with my core values and myself? realizing that not everybody is going to be happy because one of my friends also told me, I share in the book, that one of my friends told me, well, you realize that 10% of the people that you that work for you are never going to be happy. And when you're in charge of 5,000 people, I was first I'm like, oh, my God, 500 people are not going to like me. Then I had to step back and say, you know what, that's okay. This is not a popularity contest. This is a job that I have to do with a lot of responsibility, and I'm going to take it seriously and go by my core values. I really love that point because a lot of people are like, oh, I wish I could be like you and I wish I could do what you do and I wish I could teach people and I wish I could have a radio show. And yeah, and all the things you do, you know, speak on big stages and lead big groups of people in your career and, you know, and all the things that you do too. So you know what I'm talking about. And it looks really glamorous, but there is that other side where when you put yourself out there, whether you're in charge of 5,000 people in your job or even more, whether you're on a public stage or whether you're on a radio program, not everyone's going to like you. And they'll even nitpick the tone of your voice and what they think you're wearing, <laughs> right? You know, that dress is too long. That dress is too short. Cynthia's hair is too dark. Cynthia's hair is too light. I, you like how I pick on you. But my point is we have to get, and this is, and I know you're at this place, but We get to this deep, deep center, you know, I would say the third chakra, where we're deeply centered in our personal power and where we're deeply connected in our crown chakra, 
most of us, I know you are, you know, spiritually to God and to the all, to the universe. And when you have that connection, when you're kind of plugged in, a really cool thing happens. And again, I just hear it in your voice, so it's really easy to comment on it with you, but you're not easily moved, you know, and speaking of, you know, spiritual things, the Bible talks about the difference between standing or, you know, building your house on sand or building your house on a rock. And really, you know what I love about you? You just remind me of someone, Cynthia, a woman who has just allowed her life and the things she has gone through to kind of make you unmovable. I'm not (laughs) sure what it would take to rock you at this point in your life. And that is just, doesn't that feel good to be where you are and to have achieved, and you even used words in your book, you know, you use the word simplicity the word harmony, the word balance, I feel that you've achieved a lot of those three words. Would you agree? Well, I strive for that. I'm not going to say that I get that every day because things happen. But I have to go back to something you were saying, Dr. Kimberly, because when I was in a position of a lot of people, um, oh, I still am, but at that time, people were on blogs saying that they didn't like my haircut. And I'm like, so finally I had to stop reading the blogs, because Uh. what was happening, they were political blogs, but people were not putting their name. They were posting anonymously. So when they post anonymously, they say mean stuff. But I realized that the haters truly hate themselves more than they hate me. Because a lot of the people that were saying negative stuff, or there were some, didn't even know me. But it was a reflection when you criticize another person or you judge another person, it's really a reflection of yourself. So I realize that I know I live my life in integrity. I know that I am a good person. I help people. So in the people that know me, my family, my friends, my support network, they know who I am. So I don't have to prove anything to somebody that's not even willing to put their name on a blog post that you know doesn't even know me at all. But it was so funny because they're like, well, we don't like her haircut and we don't like her hair color. And it's like, you know what? I'm not here to, my hair color is not here to make you happy. <laughs> so it's so funny that you brought that up because people will criticize anything. Yeah, that's been my experience too. And, and I used to get really pulled off track I mean, sometimes for hours, if someone in one of my groups would write, and I actually learned a a workaround, so I didn't have to be mature like you, Cynthia. I actually now (laughs) let my daughter get all the, all the mail goes to her, and and she's under strict instructions to clean up the emails. (laughs) I only get positive things. But you know, it still gets back. As a matter of fact, um, I just had the experience, I'm just going to be really vulnerable here but just a couple weeks ago I had the experience where a a guy had hired to come into one of my groups and was trying to mentor him and and help him teach and uh, we had some problems and I had to let him go but that's not the main focus the main focus is his parting shot try this one on Cynthia this is his parting shot you should hear what your students say about you oh my god I was like he, he, he was hurt. Yeah, <laughs> he was hurt, so he was trying to hurt you. But you know what? Don't let you gotta let it roll off, because what? And by human nature, though, we kind of sometimes because of everybody our individual insecurities, you can have say your students, ten of them give you a compliment, and one says something negative. What happens? Most people go to the negative, and focus on that instead of saying, "Wow, ten people really liked me." So you just got to, you know, put things in perspective and really just stay balanced and 
and, you know, love yourself. Ooh, and, and we're going to get into, I know we're going to get into that subject when we're um, going to talk about your other book that I, I still don't want to mention because I know your guy's energy is going to, I keep saying that, but I, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll mention it. It's finding sane relationships in a crazy world. And we're getting ready to go into another break, but I have to say, Cynthia, I just love this little book so much. We're going to keep talking about this for at least one more segment because I still have a lot to talk about with you about this. And I still want to hear more about your life. So we are going to come back. We are talking to the author of Cherokee Wisdom, 12 Lessons to Become a powerful leader. It's absolutely, I think it's just so meaty. You guys wouldn't believe it. You have to get it. Cynthia will tell us how to do that. But we're talking to the author, Cynthia Ruiz. She's a spiritual teacher. She's an author. She's a great example to women and men everywhere. And we'll be back after this break on The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? I'm Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and on The Secret to Everything, we will merge the practical with open investigation into all realms of the mysterious. We will talk to cutting-edge alternative health practitioners, those who inspire and motivate you in business and life, 
And of course, we will share stories of the paranormal, conspiracy, and cryptozoology. You will transform because of the frequency I carry, the frequencies my guests carry. Life may never be the same after you listen to this program, for the secret to everything is for you, the listener, for those who desire more in every area of their lives and believe that it can still be found. Listen and discover thesecrettoeverything.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. I'm so happy you're listening to The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. We are back for our last segment with the amazing, talented, beautiful, lovely Cynthia M. Ruiz. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you say your name once because you roll your art. Cynthia, can you just introduce yourself? I, I just want them to hear your beautiful R roll. <laughs> I practice and practice and my daughters are like, don't even try. Don't even try. <laughs> say, so will you just Cynthia, introduce yourself for me? <laughs> sure. Cynthia Ruiz. Or oh. Cynthia Ruiz. Ruiz. Oh. It's all good. I love it. I love, I don't know, that just our role, that just does something. To, you, you could probably, I don't know if you're married or not, I haven't asked you that, but uh, you could you could do a lot with that our role, just the our role alone. <laughs> I'm just teasing you, but okay, we have so much to talk about, so I'll stop giving Cynthia a hard time. Honestly, you know, I tell you guys, our guests are amazing, and they write amazing books, and they know amazing things, and they are experts, and I encourage you to go to their websites, and I encourage you to go to their seminars, and I'm going to be a little sexist for a minute, so to please don't write me hate mail, but especially for young women, if I had had a woman like you, Cynthia, in my life when I was a young woman, or a book like this, I think I might have made different choices, and I'm saying that in absolute sincerity. I think as women... We still have a rough go of it. Would you agree, or do you think we do you think we're over the hump and everything's just rosy from here on? Well, I don't think we're over the hump. I think it's a process, and change happens slowly. And let me tell you, I wish I had somebody like me when I was young. Because oh, I love that. I had, to do, I had to do it all on my own. I had no mentors. I had no guidance. I mean, I it was tough. So what I do now in my life is I turn around and help young women. I'm involved in an organization called Girls Today, Women Tomorrow, where we work with these young girls from the inner city and really teach them leadership skills. We teach them to support each other because that's one of the issues that a lot of young girls have. They don't have a support network or even adult women. They don't have a support network, that sisterhood, 
that can really give them the support they need. Because I like to say you need teamwork to make the dream work. So to be able to have your dreams come true, you have to have that support around you. And so many young girls need that and so many women need that. But I think, you know, we're in the time of the divine feminine. And I don't mean any disrespect to men. But Mm -hmm. what happens is there's a duality of everything in life. There's a duality between the masculine and feminine. And for so long, we've had the masculine be the dominant, and now we're having the women balance that out by rising. And so it's not to take over men. We, I love men, but it's about bringing it to a balance. Because one thing I learned from my Cherokee heritage, everything is should be in balance and harmony. So as women are rising, we're bringing the balance back. Oh, I like that. And I think a good example is if you go to uh, Washington, D.C., you know, a lot of the symbols of our country and of our government are very masculine. They're phallic symbols, not of the divine feminine, but of the masculine. And I really love that there is more balance coming in. And historically, in all cultures, it's the feminine energy that has been the balancing, harmonizing you know, integration energy for every culture, every government, every country on mm-hmm. the planet. And I, how needed is that, Cynthia? Well, it's, it's amazing. And the Cherokees, we actually were a matriarchal society before the Europeans came to the U.S. So that's very interesting. But, Dr. Kim, I have to share a proud mom moment. So I have one son, and he's grown, he's married, and he, last month, in throughout the world, they had the Woman's March. So in Los Angeles, we had 750,000 people show up to support women's rights and diversity, as there was 700 cities throughout the world in 60 countries. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I decided, you know, I was going with all my friends and my support network and my tribe. Well, unbeknownst to me, my son on his own decided that he wanted to go. So my son and his wife went to the Women's March as well. And I just had like this proud mom moment because I thought, wow, I'm I'm proud of myself as a parent. If I could raise a man in today's world that supports women equality and diversity, then I think I've done my job. Mm. That's amazing. I bet he's a wonderful husband, you know, and and understands, you know, having you for a mom too. Wow, what a gift. And I'm sure he is, uh, you know, an amazing man. And I'm sure his wife is too. Um, So that's super, super cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. It is really neat to see when our values and our, you know, and you said that's even, you know, one of your Cherokee values really is passed on to our children. Sometimes when they're growing up, and I know you can totally relate to this, we really (laughs) wonder if that's going to happen. And it is, it's really super cool. And we, we see them taking, cause he took action. He just didn't say, oh yeah, I agree with my mom about this. Or my mom taught me that. He really wanted to participate in something and bring action to it. And I absolutely love, love that. Again, you know, he, you do that in your life and he also saw that and now he does that in his life. And that is super cool. Now, before we run out of time, because I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't even know what segment we're on. This is such a great conversation. I want you to tell us 
how do we come to a seminar? What are you doing right now? How do we get involved with your charity? Where the heck do we buy these books? Well, first of all, let me start where you buy the books, Amazon.com. Really easy, Amazon.com. Go in and put in my name, Cynthia, last name's R-U-I-Z. I I come up, both books come up. I also love to connect with people. People can come onto my website and be a member of my tribe. My website's my name with my middle initial, so it's Cynthia, C-Y-N-T-H-I-A-M-R-U-I-Z.com. I'm all over social media. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn. So I'm a very easy person to find. So um, I love connecting with people. So if anything that your listeners have heard resonates with them that I've said, come and connect with me. I love that. Is there a way that we can be involved with the, the charity or the group that you're talking about? Is that Or is that just something that's local in L.A.? Well, the way you actually are involved is that when you buy one of my books, I have committed to to donate a percentage of my royalties to Girls Today, Women Tomorrow to help these young women from the inner city thrive and become leaders. Wow. Again, an action-oriented <laughs> woman is living her leadership <laughs> principles. Well, we'll have to have you back again, Cynthia, because I think we ran out of time and we didn't even get to talk about finding sane relationships in a crazy (laughs) world. And again, I think you and I have a lot in common there and could talk a long time about that as well. So we'll have to have you back another time. But I want to thank you so much for coming on The Secret to Everything and sharing your wisdom and your knowledge and just your beautiful, centered, you know, state of being with us. Time flies when you're having fun. It sure does. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Please go check out Cynthia's website and buy her books on Amazon. And as you guys know, this show is sponsored by thesecrettoeverything.com. And if you are interested in energy and the woo-woo and meeting men and women, much like Cynthia, hopefully not maybe as much like me, but much like Cynthia, (laughs) then you can go over there. And we are offering right now a free gift where we actually use our technology, which is also on their energymaster.com. And we take a look at your chakras. And you might have heard me mention chakras with Cynthia. And I talked about the personal power chakra. Sometimes we talk about the heart chakra. You can also feel Cynthia's big heart, you know, in talking about her charity. And we talked about the crown chakra and being connected. Well, are you curious about your chakras? Are they open? Are they closed? Are they balanced? Do you even know about chakras? Well, we'd be happy to share what we know about chakras and why it's important and why the energetic state of being is actually just as important as the physical because you first were in our light being. Second, you are light in the flesh, and that is your physical body. As the density come down, things get more physical as the frequency goes up. Things get more woo-woo. So just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And so we can use technology to help you learn about your energy. And so we are offering, like I said, a free chakra scan if you join my mailing list and you can put that information in there go to secret to everything.com right now we're in the middle of our intuition mastered class or magic of intuition i'm sorry we changed the name and that is a basic basic intuitive class so uh, one thing i was going to talk to cynthia about is i noticed because i pulled her rs sometimes i cheat and do those kind of things i'll fall over her back we'll talk to more about it but uh, i saw that she was very very intuitive so that probably helped her you know kind of get where she is too when she started listening to her intuition if we ever ever back we'll talk to her about that but uh 
is, you know, all of us are intuitive. We don't think we are. We think it's the psychics. We think it's the mediums. We think it's the, oh gosh, the leaders, the people like Cynthia, the authors, you know, that are the intuitive ones. But we all are intuitive and we can all learn how to get quiet, how to go into meditation, how to go into our third chakra, how to open up our third eye, how to connect with our crown and to listen to our intuition. How many times have you guys said in your lives, oh, I knew that. I knew I shouldn't have dated him or her. I knew I should have bet on that horse. I knew I shouldn't have taken the job, should have taken that job, shouldn't have moved there, should have moved there. You guys know, you've done it a million times. Listen to your own inner wisdom. And this class teaches you by technique and by practical example exactly how to do that. Now, of course, every time you take a class of mine, we're going to bring in the technology piece. We're going to let you see your energy. We're not just going to talk about energy. We're going to plug you in with that technology. So again, free gift, all our classes, all our stuff. Drop me into Google. I'll come up. Beautiful X-Zone. We're always so appreciative of being on the network. All the shows will come up. Um, you can listen to replays. You can download the show and listen to it again and again and rewind the important parts. Thank you so much for listening, as always, to The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge.